버린 거북선 아니 열두 명의 판옥선 전자총통은 발포전 명량 암호환 도전 딱히 진지할 필요는 없으네 중무공 역사 공부는 영화 한번더 보고 이 노래는 즐겨 이순신 동상 앞에 섰는 동장 문이 오기 전에 하나로 모여 uh, hello and welcome to another episode of Not Your Average Netizens. Uh, this is your host, Tim, a.k.a. Murdy, and I am joined by a wild cast here uh, already. Um, first up, we have Kiara. Hey, everyone. We also have Nico. Woo! We also have our producer, Juliet. Hi. And we are also joined by the wonderful Chalice. Do, 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 do. Yeah, that's what I expected. <laughs> that's about what I expected. So as always, we're um, here to talk about some music videos first, and then we'll get right into the mess that was this last week. So first up, the first music video I have here is uh, we had the music video of Live, the song Right Here, Right Now, featuring Loco and Jay Park. Um, oh. I'm going in a different order on purpose. So uh, oh, I thought we were just going to do God 7 only. Nope. Oh, shit. You know what? Why would we do that? <laughs> because all the others are irrelevant. Wow, I like this song. It's a solid ass song. Like it is, but not for this week. Like, it was a fact, solid ass song. Um, <laughs> I'm just saying, it, it's solid. Like it's pretty so, good. Let me tell you a little bit of story about this Jay Park live song. It started playing when we were watching it, and Alice starts to like sing along. Literally, first ten seconds, and I go to her, I'm just like, "Oh, like you've listened to this already?" And she's just like, "No." That's how, honestly, it was good, but it was that basic. I can't remember what the part, the first part was, but it was just like, like something like, yeah, I'm going to be your baby. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to be your baby. And then that was just the actual lyric. <laughs> I, I thought she'd listen to it multiple times. It was good, though. <laughs> it was solid. Yeah, I'm going to say, it's a good song. Like, I, I totally agree, especially because the... um name of the song is right here right now and that's a pretty long title so it's like oh that's obviously gonna be in the damn song <laughs> like repeatedly but it's pretty um, good i liked it i don't know uh if you want to ignore the other ones i'm fine with that because i definitely don't want to talk about this plastic surgery and uh like oh, wild song Shallison, Shallison. wow Ooh, i just Shallison. added another Ooh. another We're girl someone else's yeah no but Shallison actually watched six bomb <laughs> yeah why? Well, because someone in a, in, a, in a different chat of ours was mentioning it and saying that their whole kick was they got plastic surgery. That was like worth a hundred thousand dollars. Honestly, it like didn't live up to the hype. I've, yeah. I've, we're done talking about Jay Park. But I mean, sorry, live. Yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll move on because obviously we're just going to talk about GOT7 apparently. So you know it, but anyways, so let's talk about this song. Okay, so we accidentally watched the before version before we watched the after version. And I know that's how you're supposed to watch it, but like our playlist only said the after one. And like, it's like they were, like I wish they showed like a before and after. Like, I don't even know if they really got plastic surgery in the after version or, or were we, I don't know. yeah, or were we seeing the after version and the before version and they were just like playing themselves as like makeupless ugly people, but like they were just had no makeup on. Like, I just didn't understand. Well, for me, I mean, I just really hope to God that they didn't spend a hundred thousand dollars on this plastic surgery because I watched I watched I watched the after and if this is what they spent their money on they deserve a refund like 
I don't understand. Listen, like, if you're gonna shine a poo, it's still a poo. No, like here's here's the tea. <laughs> here, here's the tea. If you're going to spend a hundred thousand dollars on plastic surgery, you better come out looking like the prototype human. These girls just look like regular, basic people that I wouldn't look twice at on the streets. Like, not even by Korean standards are these girls visuals or like anything beyond just like regular girls. Like, maybe but they're not. But don't I remember anymore, this chat like, saying that beauty is a social construct and <laughs> damn that. Right. <laughs> No, but here's the thing. And like, just because somebody looks a certain way, it's just because society values those features. Yes. I remember this in a certain Suho. No, this definitely. This, yes, yes. Beauty constructs are so, like, beauty is socially constructed. That's true. But in every era, in every society, there becomes the convention of what is a traditional beauty which is literally like the worst thing in the history of man but please continue which is literally like i'm not saying i agree with it i I actually hate it but i know that it exists and i know that people that society places value on those things and even from what the korean standards are at the moment these girls don't fit that either so they paid all this money to just be regular girls like i wonder what they looked like before now because they don't, they're not, they're not unattractive girls. They're just non, they're like nondescript. Like they're people I wouldn't look at twice. Like if you're going to pay all this money to look like something, you should want to look like the best, like pop me out. Like, let, let me look like, you know, give me whatever, like, you know, I want to come out looking like Susie or Yuna, you know, like, and these girls just don't look even close to that. Like, I don't understand. So I'm sure. I'm wondering if this I, is I just a that. gimmick or if this were actually true, you know, like did they actually put money and energy into these girls getting plastic surgery? Because this would be a shame. I, I could see um the amount, like the actual value being a lie. I, I have a hard time believing that, especially knowing that plastic surgery and what it looks like they got isn't as expensive in Korea. Um, that's the reason a lot of people go there and a lot of people go other places that are outside of here. Like if, if, if a group in the West, like in America decided that they were going to be a plastic surgery group, I would totally buy that a hundred thousand was spent. You could put three girls in that group and tell me that number. And I'd be like, yeah, it sounds about right. Like it, it, it tracks, but in other places where plastic surgery is cheaper and especially elective plastic, plastic surgery is a lot more common, thus making it cheaper. I genuinely do not believe they spent $100,000 USD on the work that they got done. And if they did, somebody needs a refund because I don't know if you can get refunds on plastic surgery, but like, Lord knows, I don't feel like either of them, maybe it's the total amount of them, but even still, I don't feel like anybody looks close to like they spent $100,000 to become like some crazy transcendent beauty or anything. So uh, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't like the concept in general. Like it, it's one thing to be okay with plastic surgery. I have no qualms with plastic surgery. I don't care if people get it. Quite frankly, it's not my business. But to make glorifying it something, I, I don't know. That, that I feel like they're kind of glorifying it. Like, look, we, and especially because there's like a before and it's just a video of them like trying 
it seems like to look their the worst they can to the after where they're all done up with makeup and trying to like be pretty and stuff it's just like you're essentially sending this message that the only way that you can look pretty the only way you can be beautiful is if you fix your face and that is not a message i think should be out there in the public at all i agree it's just a gimmick i mean like it's a gimmick and clearly it worked because i watched it because i was just like what is this shit but like well i mean that's how gimmicks work work you know they're 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 interesting right like you have to know it's a concept yeah you just want to know to watch it but watching it like i'm not gonna watch anything else because i i couldn't even tell did they actually get plastic surgery during the video like it it was hard to to tell if they actually underwent the knife during the video or if they just like had good makeup artists from the beginning to end because yeah tim's right like in the beginning the the lighting's bad and their hair has split ends and like it's like they're know, doing like, the it, most it, to look as ugly as possible. Exactly. So but, like, it, but did it actually work though? The video has less than ten thousand views, right? Like, I mean, I mean, ten thousand more views than they would have had. Yeah, I was gonna say. I feel like if you just put this video out, either of them, and didn't have any gimmick, and it was just the song, I don't think it would have any views. So zero views. Know. I mean, the quality of that music video was literally trash, garbage, juice. Like, I'm not into that. Yeah, so I mean, I I, like I almost didn't want to even bring it up because I just feel like it was an excuse to um, like I when I watched it, I was like, did did a like really bad plastic surgeon need an ad and he decided to like get this group or something like how how is this really a thing that happened? Like, I don't understand. So I I don't know. For, For me, this is one of those songs that like can end up in the garbage can and never come back. So I don't know. One thing I will say is I like their music group name. Six Bomb's kind of cool. Yeah, so it's a pretty open name. Yeah, there's only four with the It could only afford four people's worth, yeah. So we, we can get to the highlight of this week uh, in terms of music videos. Uh, Got7 dropped their, their, or finally came back. Uh, their music video and title song is called Never Ever. And uh, it's pretty good. I liked it. Um, all the dudes look really good. Wow. Uh, the song was fun. I liked it. Uh, I there's only been a couple releases that I haven't like liked at all. Um, but for the most part, I always feel like the title track isn't as good as the rest of the music, which is pretty common for a lot of groups, to be honest. Um, but and I haven't heard the rest of uh, the album or anything. But I I do like this song actually. Um, I liked Hard Carry though as well. But I like the song. I like the feel of it. Um, Again, everybody's styled really good. So it's it's nice. It's a good watch. Like, if you haven't seen it, go watch it. It's totally worth watching. Um, I think it's a good introduction to GOT7. My only qualm is the... I don't like uh, Bam Bam and Mark's parts, but other than that, I'm cool with it. Mark's parts? Listen. Yeah, that's what I said. First, you, no, wait, Mark, before we right? start fighting, I want to start on some positive notes before I drink the rest of my glass of wine. <clears throat> And I want to say that Visual 7 has returned. Okay? I agree. Like, mm-hmm. could be Malfoy out there, bam snatching y'all. And I'm no. just saying. <laughs> and I'm, I'm going to say no to that. Like, they put my man, Jin Young, in a tabletop, and he still looks fly as fuck. It's wild. Honestly, but can we talk about how this is the year of the Mork? Like, Mark out here slaying his daddy look. I have never seen a person with facial proportions as perfect as that. 
since I saw a picture of, of Michelangelo. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh my lord. David. Michelangelo's David. Okay. Listen, when you and I know you guys all know what I'm talking about. The that like kind of medium pan like camera shot where Mark is next to the car and it's like kind of cutting off at his knees, but it's got the rest of his body and it like has a slightly upward angle and is looking at him and the shadow is just caressing his face just so. Um, I think I saw God, really. Yeah, no, you I really did. Yeah. I think I did. I think I felt and saw God's love. <laughs> it's actually wild the amount Mark Crashers become over the past year because we were we were not Mark people. Not Mark people. Honestly, when we first liked Got Seven, we were just like, what's the hang up on Mark? Like I don't get it. I don't get it at all. He was and a I, lanky weirdo. So he but like the thing is it's like one time it clicked. I can't even remember when. It must have been pre hard carry. Yeah. Probably just right, maybe. No, because no. we've seen the Just Right dance practice. It was, I think, that ash blonde hair day. Yeah, when yes. he had that ash blonde hair. Yeah, that was excellent. I was shooketh. So. But literally, literally, so we started. All right, so hard carry the video drop. Mm -mm. Never ever. Oh, sorry. I was thinking about hard carry era. That's when we started liking Mark. Anyway, fast forward to. So Allison's boyfriend is actually still here. And it's his last night here, by the it's way. His last night, we find out hard, hard carry. Oh my god, we find out never ever is coming out at 11 p.m. Eastern time because it usually comes out on a.m. But something happened with like the the ratings or how they like calculate them or some shit, and then like now, now they come out at noon instead of like midnight. Yeah. At least that's what I There's heard. Really yeah, the charts, the charts only calculate releases now from like 12 p.m. to like 6 p.m. Or yeah. Something yeah. Like that. yeah. So, you know, and people usually do midnight releases and they won't get counted towards, you know, the real time charts. So they were like, well, we're not going to do that. It also exactly. has to do with uh, the, your eligibility to win on shows. Uh, okay. it, was, it was like a big sweeping change that everybody started to release it earlier. Interesting. Yeah. So they had it at 12 p.m., which we thought was 12 a.m. Oh, 11 p.m. Yeah. Yeah, but whatever. No, so. no, they re released at 12 p.m. KST, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then we thought it was 12 a.m. KST, and then we thought it was 12 p.m. KST the next day, and then we realized it was 12 p.m. KST of the actual day that we were in, and like oh, within like shit. four hours. It's, we're like, it's night, all right, and like Alice just like looks at her boyfriend, like, well, no. <laughs> and he's and like, like, like it's go. just a music video. It's three minutes. It'll be fine. So we watched it for two hours straight. Yeah, <laughs> Bay was asleep. It was I mean. excellent. It was excellent. Look, it just—I mean, the moment that it got to Mark's face, though, I just want to hit on that point when he like goes in the water and like saves Jin Young from that car, which Mark Jin, hoo -hoo, but um, it was his face. I don't know how you guys weren't all just stopping the video, like Till taking I a deep breath and then continuing. I just want to know how you guys did that. Like voice eyebrows were on fleek. Like it was just amazing. You just continue to breathe. Like Yeah, I mean I, I just breathed normally and kinda continued on my day. That's uh, it's hard. I mean, you know what? Concept. People live legally blind in this country all the time and they're okay. <laughs> you know what's really wow. strange to me? 
it's it's always interesting to me what ends up becoming trends in K-pop or like trends in general. But like, like in K-pop, no, like so like no. <laughs> so like the trend in these videos now, all of these like uh, visual overload, like subliminal videos. There's a trend of like having somebody in a glass with flowers everywhere, and it's I don't know where it came from. But it's showing up everywhere, and it's. I just really need to understand why. Aesthetics. <laughs> it's, uh, that's the that short answer. I've I've never thought of it, but I know I've seen it before. Okay, so it was. I wonder in, if it's a. It was in Seven Cents. It was in Vic's Chained Up. up. Yes. It's in this video. It's uh. I wonder if gonna it's be a, in Monster like X's video. Japanese version of I Need You for BTS. Oh, okay. Well, never mind. It's just, I mean, it's it's everywhere, but it's common. Well, I was gonna say I maybe noticed, it's like a producer's little like maybe yeah. To let you know that it's him. But it's common in the videos where it in these types of groups that have kind of strayed away from the traditional. So you know, it's like Got Seven, Fix, BTS, and now Monster X, who we know are trying this whole like right. Like, uh, wait, other type of thing. I. Actually, I don't even know if I can say I like Monster X anymore because the past couple comebacks I haven't liked. But like this most recent one has is no one hating on Monster X yet for blatantly copying the Wings comeback. Like it's actually wild. I I don't watch teasers. What happened? They're like the teasers that they've been putting out. The the like vibe of the photos, not the glitter. The glitter is new. I'll give them that. <laughs> Glitter is wild. I'm sorry. I didn't even know a Minhyuk in Monster X, and then he traveled up, slathered in glitter, and I was like, I suddenly know a Minhyuk. Like it happened. Because <laughs> I'm like, I'm like the first person to say Army's being whack, but like, also, why did I say whack anyway? <laughs> but like, but like, I'm the first one to hate on Army for like, I don't know. Stuff. I don't know, but okay, maybe not the first, a middle of the pack, but like the third. The third, yeah, but like there's they re they released a teaser the other day that was a narration video, which was like the whole wings comeback of like Namjoon was like narrating over all their things, and they're but, just like doing the same release staggering. It's really but weird. Monster X did it when they first started doing this because it this also there's was like true. a strategy for them. Yeah, so they're they doing the clan. The, yeah, the clan. Now, the first part came out, they did it. I know, but it wasn't it wasn't the same. Like I, I, I watched all the clan stuff as well. It wasn't the, the same feel. Like it's the exact same like vibe and feel and the narration piece. Like come on. I guess because it's the ending, so this is like the big finale of this whole storyline. Yeah, I, I don't know. Like it's like infringing a little bit. I just hate giving BTS credit. Like I hate giving like individual K-pop groups credit for things that are like that have been done forever. They just might be like new to K-pop. Like I don't want to give them credit for this because it's not as unique as it seems. But just because know? people have done it before doesn't mean like because these people did it now that then it becomes a trend. I think well, that's what he's saying though. Isn't he saying that like yeah, I think because that's what he's saying. He's just like just because like like BTS did something similar and then, or BTS did something and then Monster X did something similar. Like he's saying like, listen, anything that reaches K-pop isn't nouveau. Is like, it new? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It's yeah. like, it's already, been, it's already been recycled in America at least six times, 20 times over. There's like, nothing new under the sun. And I hate and, like 
Exactly. I, like, it's not new, but like if nobody's see. doing a narrative music video oh, for like yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't but, know. But that's the thing though, like are we really gonna give these individual like these actual groups credit for these concepts then? Or I agree. Are these like similar oh, no, definitely produ- not. or is this like one producer or like similar directors or whatever change like using their style across music videos? Sure, I, I get, I get I, what you're. It's like every color pop thing we've ever seen in the yeah, past like it's eight not, to twenty months. That, that's a little bit kind different, of, but yeah, hip hop just kind of all happens in spurts, and so I agree. I don't, like I give BTS credit for being like the the pioneers of K-pop for doing mm-hmm. it, but I'm not gonna like shit on mm-hmm. the next person for doing the same thing when it's like that's the trend or that's sure. what has been going right. on right and you don't have to you don't have to shit on people um for having a similar image uh it, it's worth pointing out in some cases but it's the way you point it out right like if mm-hmm. i was going to point out that they were very similar i would just say like it's interesting that they're similar and that'd be it yeah. like i yeah. don't think one is better than the other because they did it first because if that was the case, if I felt that way, then I would not like four minute. I would have just been a two anyone stand because four minute came immediately after two anyone and literally bit the same image, like the yes. same, the same hip hop esque, hip hop focused girl group that doesn't care about being pretty. That's what four minute also did at the beginning. Yeah. But I don't think you can say they ripped off two anyone. Did they try to follow up in the steam that was created by two anyone's debut? Sure, you could say that, but. The only way it's like blatant ripping off is when you literally take the concept and go, I'm going to do the same thing. Nailed yeah. it. That's when I'm like, okay, cool. This isn't fine. Like, you, you can't do that. But now, fair. I think the only reason that I'm kind of, because I, I liked Monster X's earlier stuff. I think the only reason I'm even kind of bitter is because I liked their earlier stuff and I haven't liked their past two comebacks. And I felt like those are the ones where they've been similar to BCS. Or it, not even BTS, but this this genre that's coming out of like you know the trilogy and the which got seven to me too. Like it, it, I'm not saying it's just them, but like it's it's a whole genre. And I don't think Monster X is doing it well. And this last one is just like it's just further like driving the nail on the coffin. We'll see when the yeah. song comes out. And that, yeah. that's something anyway. to be upset about. Not not it it not going well is something to be mad. Honestly, about. talking about people copying people, y'all said that card was very influenced like oh yeah so we <laughs> yeah we're ready to fight you heard card and never ever of got seven and i would like to disrespectfully disagree oh my god yeah so, like I, just, no I, didn't, I didn't say anything i just, I just want to bring it back to never ever because we haven't really talked about it yeah okay, it was a so pretty nice segue so, so I honestly just, for- i Oh yeah, go ahead, Nico, because I've talked literally a thousand words. Uh-huh. I actually enjoyed the Never Ever song. Um, there's kind of been a secret I've been harboring for a while that I didn't really say anything about. But wait, hang on, Nico. Do you know that meme of Arthur flexing his fist? Yeah. Imagine that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so so um, flexing right now. Like, so you you know how you feel about Monster X, how you like the early stuff, and then it kind of, like, now you're just like, this new stuff is okay, but it's not working. I kind of felt the same way about God 7s recent stuff. Now, not to say that it's not working, because commercially, you know, like, financially, it is working. Like, they're more popular than they've ever been. But I feel like they've gone, they went from, like, God 7, who has this, 
who are who they are to like we're gonna do whatever's popular now like hard carry just sounded like everything else out there and so did oh god i can't what fly it was like no not if you do i found if you knew if you do to be like the last uniquely thing that they did and so these past comebacks i was just like okay whatever like hard cake was a bop like you can't deny that but it was Mm. so generically like everything else that was popular it's just like okay um but this song coming back to this song this is this song is the first time since if you do for me that i'm just like okay you know like this is something that i feel like could actually genuinely be the direction that got seven has grown into i don't I don't believe Hardcade for a second as like got seven sound for real. Like I don't I don't buy it. But this I get into. Like I believe it. Um it's a good video. They look really good. Um I love I tend to be more heavy on the vocal side um than the rappers because the vocal side are more talented. Um but true. But um but like I love the song. The only thing I really hate, I'm with um, Tim. They do this weird thing when they rap. Now it's common. It's it's the thing that everybody does now. They just kind of make sound effects when they rap, and I hate that shit. Like I think it's uh, you mean bam bam. Bam bam, awesome. bam 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 and bam bam and Mark's little like high pitched little you know how he takes every line up at the end like I hate, oh, I hate, it. I hate that shit it's trash and it's not only trash but you can tell he doesn't believe it either like he's not it just, selling it either and it just like, feels like everybody all of a sudden decided they want to be Hiana no matter what gender or anything they're like, just like yeah let's see how high we can go the shit is whack. If you listen to every Hannah rap, she does that. Literally that same thing. Like, it is the most common thing that she does in her life is make a very loud, annoying noise at the end of what she says. And he and Mark decided to Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Nailed it. Well, the Uh, shit is whack, and that's the one thing I want Goss having to leave in the past. Um, I will also say that this album out of the trilogy is also my favorite. Um, a song of note that I think you all should check out is Paradise. It is a bop on top of bop. And I just need you all to understand that there hasn't been a song in a while from God 7 that I've been like all in about. And Paradise uh, is it? that song. So I was going to say, prove it's pretty good. <laughs> I mean, prove, prove it's good, but prove it's like the best song of the worst album. So I can't really count that like That's i don't literal I don't, trash that you're saying i don't honestly. know if it's really i don't know if it's really as good as i think it is or if it's just the best song on the worst album i still listen honestly, to prove nico, it so. thank you honestly nico i think it's the best song ever you're not gonna I'm say a, it's got seven's best song you are I'm a, not gonna I'm tell a, that lie. i'm a jackson stan and like i love his song that he has on that album but I would say mm-hmm. prove it has to be if it's not the best song God Seven has, it's top five easy. I, I mean, I it's top, top five, five for sure. It's probably top yeah. three. Like not easy. not best. Let's not go there. It, it, it's probably they, top they, three easy. They have I was some bops say. early on. Like it's not. But Listen, you know. But, but and like this is all my personal opinion. So obviously, so if you're listening and you disagree, well, I'm that's you, and I'm sorry. 
I'm gonna <laughs> let them know. These cats out like Atari. Hey. Like, you know, I just, but Paradise is a song that you definitely should listen to. I know other people are going to disagree with what I have to say about Never Ever, and that's fine. Or just everything I've had to say about God 7. I just could not hold it in any longer, and I had to tell you all the truth. And now I will turn it over to whoever is going to respectfully disagree with everything I just said. Yeah. No, so, okay. All right. So, I don't actually disagree. I agree with you, Nico. <laughs> so this is Shanna. And um it it okay, so I agree with you on the fact that I don't think hard, hard carry was their sound. Um I that's probably been my least favorite comeback out of the past couple of comebacks of them. Every comeback. Yeah. And like even though I mean it was lit at first and stuff, I don't know. It it's just yeah, it's probably my least favorite and it felt the most disgenuine, but like the I, I the initial initial got seven songs like I like it stop stop it uh, like I feel like those are also kind of disingenuous I, I I would disagree with you I there disagree. I don't I don't feel like that was really their sound either like look if you listen to the actual boys themselves and like the music that they say they like to make and like to produce and the songs that they say they like to do. Those songs are not them. Okay, listen, that means nothing because Bam Bam's never downloaded a uh, song from GOT7 except for Prove It. Okay, so... But you haven't heard the most recent album. But anyway, sorry. <laughs> yes, no, I have. I listened to no, it today. No, no, I'm saying that he hasn't said anything about the most recent album. <laughs> but, um, but Nico, Paradise. Thank you. Oh my god. Did you know that Park Jin Young wrote and composed that song? Yes, I did. Woo! Okay, but anyway, so... I completely agree with Nico, actually. I, I, I've actually seen a good amount of buzz about like people saying that that should have been the title track, which I actually disagree with, because I think Never Ever is a good, safe spot for them. I feel like it's yeah. bridge if you do, and um, uh, Hard Carry. It's like, it's like it's got more of an R&B feel, but it also has kind of a little bit of a hard hitting behind it. It's very, you know, more trendy right now. So I get why they did it, and I think Never Ever is a bop. I think it's great. Um, I think, yeah, I think I, I, I forget what thing you said this, that you think a lot of times the songs in the album end up being your favorite. Um, I agree with that. I, I really, really like Never Ever, and I, I like it more than Hard Carry for sure. But, um, I don't know if it's my favorite on this whole album. Hard Carry was definitely, like, the floppiest of flops. It was terrible. Probably like literally one of the worst Got Seven songs ever. Okay. Um, and I'm including like follow me on that. Uh, okay, we, we we gotta we're gonna cut this short because there's a lot of news and we gotta get through all of it. Uh, does anybody else have anything they want to say about Got Seven? I just okay, want to say um, one last thing. Hang on. Yeah. So go, and so it's go ahead. Take really what, quick. Go for it. I just want to say when I realized that JYP was gonna produce this track, I knew it was gonna be a bob, and it was. And I just want to say, I almost swore, but I don't know a Bam Bam because he didn't want the JYP whisper on here. And I knew, and I know that there's no God Seven song that's ever had a JYP whisper. But if any God Seven song that needed a JYP is it, whisper, that's like like not. I don't think so. Oh, so yeah. They just added in there when they. Yeah, yeah, out. yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's a Bob, and that's all I want to say. Thank you, JYP. <laughs> Okay, anybody that's not Chalice that wants to say something about it? So this is Shanna. <laughs> yeah, that's part of Chalice. JB looks great. I think I think it's covered. 
Cool. All right. Um, so we're going to get into the news here uh, and we're going to stay on God Seven's tip of, apparently because uh, there's some some news about him and potentially Mina of twice having a dating rumor. Uh, obviously, JYP denied, basically pulled the Trump and was like, it's fake news. I don't know. So there's a picture of them essentially where they both have uh, clearly used that snow app or whatever to give themselves rabbit ears and a little nose. Um, it looks like they are laying down somewhere. It does... There's some people that think it looks like maybe they took a shower. There's other people that say it's clearly the styling um, for Bam Bam during Never Ever, which I agree with. It does look like he was styled. Um, but there, but there is, yeah, but there is definitely a picture of them next to each other, and it has a little snow app, and it does look like they're cuddly. Um, now, I personally. I'm inclined to think that like that could literally mean anything, but at the same time, I'm not stupid. And that's a very coupley picture to take. So uh, I, I don't know. For me, it doesn't matter. Like I know there's a dating ban and that's really going to be the big issue, but let them live, dude. I just wouldn't have accept, expected it. Uh, I made a joke on, <laughs> on Amona that was like, oh God, if, if I get a gif of Mina dabbing, that's it. I'm out of twice. And then somebody <laughs> immediately posted a gif of Mina dabbing. And I was like, you know what? That's it. So really my only complaint in this whole thing has nothing to do with this scandal. Everybody needs to stop dabbing. Like if you're not going to commit and do it right, don't do it. That's it. That's all I'm saying. Stop. Speaking of dabbing and never ever the ending scene. <laughs> nope. We're not going back. Uh, it's just like speaking, a of, speaking of the dating ban, isn't it only three years? As far as I know, yes. Oh, yeah, and they are three years twice up, so they could be dating. But, yeah, it's twice also, as the issue. There's also been discrepancies on if that's actually a fact or not. Because, like, all the idols uh, have gone back and forth of saying, yeah, there is a ban, no, there isn't a ban, it's more of a loose thing, it's a group decision. Like, it, it's kind of no. been... No, no, there's Jackson himself has said, and, like... No, no, no. I, it's also said it was our group who decided it. I understand that that's what Jackson said. That is a bold-faced lie. There is a dating ban. Every single Truly. label has a dating ban. Every single one. Well, there is except a dating jellyfish. Ban. Except jellyfish. Except they, maybe jellyfish. They were they welcome for SM, which generates their own relationships. To was I think was, they were all just an all-male company before Google Dan. Whatever. Yeah, they're the sausage fest. No. <laughs> the sausage fest. So, that's why there so, was no that's what people were calling us. So they welcomed the dating. <laughs> they welcomed the dating scandals. It would only help the exposure. Um, but, um, I feel like there's I'm somebody a... that I really like on Jellyfish, and I can't think of it now. Vix? Is it Vix. <laughs> There's Vix. Park Ocean used to be there. He's gone. He is. Um, oh, yeah, he left Jellyfish. So, Nguk is there. Oh, Nguk's there. Yeah. Yeah, Nguk's there, and I love him. Yeah, what a sweetheart. Yeah, that's right. The I just want to say. man in Korea. Besides he's Jack, such a so. sweetheart, dude. Yeah. I just want to say, <laughs> Bam Bam sitting there, honestly, looking at Neighbor, seeing his own dating scandal, and he's, like, lit off his ass. I'm yes, serious. Yes, yes. Like, he's sitting there, like, do, 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 do. Like, dab, 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 flipping literally six water bottles in a row. Like, yeah, yeah everybody thinks I'm a man. Like, oh, yeah, I oh snatched that, like, Mina, whoop, 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 whoop. I'm Bam Bam double B. Like, that's where he's doing. <laughs> I, didn't think, I didn't think much of the picture because, I mean. Agreed. It honestly looked. Like very. Well, I don't think much of it because you know, 
Bam Bam is who he is, and I'm sure he gets intentionally touchy-feely with all his girlfriends. Yes. That's how he is. But also, you know, he's Thai and she's Japanese, and the whole, like, skinship thing is, uh, like, genuinely Korean. Like, it's it's different with each people, and Bam Bam never seems to really have skinship issues. And Mina either. Like, you see her with our members, and she's She's definitely the aggressor in all of their skinship, like meetups. So that's really interesting. And another thing I wanted to say, I'm probably just saw like a cell phone put on selfie mode, and he put his face in it. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> like he's like, "Oh, Mina, you using that cat app? Oh, put me in too, girl." And he put his face in. You know, I think that's what happened. I, I saw I, something where they like tracked the timeline, and it was like some day where both of them at the same day have like late shoots in the same place and like they were all like hanging out together and I mean I, I don't know like it, it's again I like I agree personally I don't really care if like they're dating yeah like, Bam Bam can help good out. for him if yeah. you got Mina like Mina's a beautiful woman like, yeah but like JY, I don't know, JRP said the photo's real they said it's fake so like or not not fake but, but like, not the fake. relationship's not real so I don't know. I, I don't care enough to like really invest. Yeah, like <laughs> my like someone says they're dating. Yeah, like my I stocks. Think it's irrelevant. Yeah, my stocks in Bam Bam Inc are zero. Like, there's yeah. nothing happening there. Yeah, like uh, basically where I'm at is like I think this is another one of those circumstances where people just don't people see a girl and a guy doing something and immediately assume they're they're dating. There's no like you can't be a girl that has a friend that's a guy. And I think it's funny, especially because like you know that in JYP, all of those members that are not Korean probably have a pretty tight bond because they feel like outsiders, especially the younger ones that were probably trainees together. And we're like, you know, we're a little bit different. It's very clear. It's clear that JYP doesn't have like a big issue with like there are other artists feeling like they can't talk to these girls or anything or these uh, the people from other countries. It's clear that it meshes very well with the artists themselves. So I'm not talking about them. But in general, I can tell you as a person who has been in an environment where he felt misplaced that like the first thing that you do is naturally gravitate towards other people that feel misplaced. Yeah, definitely. So, I can totally see all of those people, everybody that's foreign on JYP being very close friends. And like, we know that there's a China line that were really close friends and always hung out all the time. And they hung out with the other Chinese members of other groups. That stuff is important. People do that because they want to gravitate towards people that remind them of home. So I think it's very likely that they're close friends because Bam Bam feels you know, or felt at some point out of place. And, you know, obviously he has other people in his group that feel that way, but that doesn't mean you don't want more of that. There's a reason that all of the Americans in K-pop mostly know each other and are friends. Like that's not just a thing that happens. You know what I mean? So I think it's very likely that they just took a friendly picture together and people made it more than it should have been. And maybe it was dumb on their part. If that picture is real, maybe it's dumb on their part for taking it together. But I also think that like people need to first assume that girls and boys can be friends. Like we can just hang out and be homies. It's okay. Twice is going to be shipped off to Japan. So so. (laughs) true. True. I am lit off my ass for Japan line. I'm excited for it. Yeah. Me too. I'm so excited. So moving on, we have news uh, from Amber of FX. Uh, She recently went to Instagram and decided to vent a little bit of her frustration. Uh, Totally justified in my opinion, but this is what she had to say. Uh, I've given my everything. I tried to work things out, whether 
it be creative or business. I've been doing everything myself for years so I can keep myself afloat. But in the end, I'm constantly or continuously neglected, hurt, and taken advantage of. I've been patient and the fans have been extremely patient and I can't take it anymore just sitting around waiting and being constantly rejected and given false hope. I'm so tired mentally and physically and this is where I draw the line, no more. So, you know, it's no secret that clearly FX hasn't been doing anything as a group um, since they had four walls, which was what, two years ago now? All of the people in FX have mostly been doing something at some point. Uh, Amber had what two songs last year. There's through a bunch SM of FX, Station. right? There's like a bunch of FX there. stuff through F, uh, SM Station. There was an FX full song through SM Station, that kind of thing. But it's not. I mean, that's not real work. We all we all recognize that SM Station was like a fun thing that they did. Did they get to put out music? Sure, but they clearly weren't like making fat bread out of it. So. And it, they didn't do performances or anything like that. So it's not really like they basically placated fans by giving them their artists doing stuff. So it's understandable for her to be frustrated, especially because she does so much. And she's clearly always around trying to do stuff um, with her YouTube channel, things like that. It's interesting. Amber was the one I didn't expect to vent. Like I expected this from like Luna. That's who I thought would, was going to give us this. Spill. Really? Because Luna's always like pretty positive. Yeah, but Luna Even... also gets the least amount of stuff to yeah. do. So. But she got like a real solo. Like Amber solo. didn't even get a real solo. Yes. Wait, Are you really going to say Amber didn't get a real solo? She had a oh, yeah, solo. I guess shake that breath. Yeah, what are you talking <laughs> oh, about? Oh shit, I for totally forgot that because of obvious She reasons. got it first. It's yeah, funny, it's funny you guys say that you thought that Luna would be the one to respond because I mean to say something because Luna actually responded to Amber's Instagram. Oh, did she, she? She basically said like, "I love you. Like, don't worry, we're gonna be okay," and like smiling emojis and like kissy emojis. So yeah, she wrote like koala, oh, like sweet. her little nickname. Yeah. So well, I I more meant because she's the like. She's the I don't worst expect treated. Yeah, and I don't expect Victoria to say anything because she gets to do all kinds of stuff in China, and she's like, she's been given kind of a long leash. I feel like, so I didn't expect her to say anything. I definitely didn't expect Crystal to say anything. So it was like between Luna and Amber, and Amber seems just too nice to say anything. That was yeah. the majority of it. And like Luna, while I don't think she seems mean, I do think because of the way she's been treated by SM, she would be the one that was finally like, you know what, I can't take this anymore. Yeah, and you know because what? I was... she vents to God, and so that's where oh, she gets okay. her from. <laughs> what is she taking? Just, just, just vents to God? She's like, I, feel, yeah. I feel like the frustration with FX as a group not getting the right comebacks is definitely valid. I think I think it's actually bullshit, but you know, Red, I, I love Red Velvet. I actually do. Um, but they've gotten so many, and Red yeah. has gotten nothing. Like it, it just, it just is wrong. But like, especially because FX is doing so well, it just seems so weird. It's hard because I love Amber as a person. I think she's fantastic. But to be honest, every single one of her solo efforts, I've hated. Yeah. Thank God. It's true. I did not. They're like terrible. I it, it's rough. I don't like know. she's got a lot of feeling in them, but like, I mean, honestly, she's not very a strong rapper. And then like vocally, she's decent. Um, what I was Thank gonna you. say, yeah, I mean, it's just true. Like, come on, if you're gonna say, I feel like out here, 
saying that Mark and <laughs> is a bad rapper, then you have to agree that Amber's a bad rapper. <laughs> like, I, I feel this is my problem. I feel like people like Amber so much they mm-hmm. don't want to admit that she can't do things, mm-hmm. and it frustrates me because she isn't a crazy vocalist and she's definitely not a good rapper. So, like, I'm not saying she doesn't work hard. She does clearly. That's fine. She doesn't write very good lyrics. Like, she has a good message, but the lyrics don't go well. She Mm -hmm. can't really sing very well. Like, she's okay. Mm -hmm. And she can't rap. So just admit it and move on. And she can't dance. So just admit it and move on and just say, like, you like her as a person. Because she's wonderful. She's incredible. I think wording here is important. And I don't, I think that saying she can't dance and she can't sing is, like, a stretch. Like I didn't say she, she can't sing. I said she's okay at better. Like she's just no, no, no. You just dance. said she can't sing and she can't dance. I said she's not a very good singer and that she Earlier, can't dance. I stand by that she can't dance. I just want to be care- like careful because I mean I don't have to be careful because I really uh, don't care. She's not well, okay. Okay, if she, I just mean in the gradient of people we talk about on this show, I wouldn't put Amber in the category of people who can't sing or can't dance. I would. Like, I sure would. Like she's definitely not that. Like her vocals are. Better oh no! Than if, half if, the people in K-pop right now. No, not even close. No way. Please, I yeah. totally disagree. Please. Like if, if you want to say that her vocals are very strong for her being a rapper, sure, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. But to say that. If you compare her to other actual vocalists, I'm not talking about the generic people who are clearly in the group just to have a nice face. I'm talking about people who actually have singing parts. She's lackluster at best. And even and then even it brings up the question where you're saying, you know, if you're saying her vocals as a rapper, because as a rapper, she's not very good either. And this is also, I, I don't like this conversation because I really do, I love her so much as a person. It just... I, if we're talking about the song, I listened to them once and I never did again. Like, I'm I'm sorry, they just they weren't good. Career. Back on the message though, I'm like surprised that she didn't put it in Korean. Because like if she's gonna make a message, like I think she should have I mean, I don't know how what her fan base is like in Korea, but like if she's gonna put a message to SM, I feel like she should have put it in Korean so like the netizens should, could have gotten away with it. But that's the thing, it wasn't for SM. She came to social media so that her fans can like, like get up and shit about like, it. But like but like what's the point of like like yelling in an empty hollow? You know what I'm talking about? Like I, I mean, mean I know that I'm sure SM got like a whiff of it, but like I think if you wanted to stir up some noise, then then you should do it that way. Yeah, but there's tons of people who speak fluent English, including like higher ups and important people. Like it, it's not. I mean, based on EXO's lyrics, I don't think so. It, but the, that's what the I'm people saying. that are higher up aren't aren't <laughs> lyric friends. Like they're not writing those songs. So but that's what I'm saying. I don't think the Where message the was actually for SM specifically. I think it was actually more for like her fans who follow her on Instagram. Yeah. And she's just like, hey, like y'all, I'm like, I just want y'all to know, I'm just tired, like. You know, Eric Nam just yeah, but like, what's your what's your yeah, like yeah, fine. You like love your fans or whatever, but like, what's the incentive? What are you trying to get out of that? You're just trying to sometimes you just have to vent out. Yeah, Yeah. sometimes you just cannot not say anything anymore. Right, and her native language is English. Right, her first language is English. English So she's she's gonna just go to that. Like that makes perfect sense to me. I'm not sorry. I'm not going with the English thing right now, but like saying sometimes you just gotta vent. Her message was very different from you got to vent sometimes. Like, you got to vent sometimes is like, 
um, I'm tired, like, this is hard, blah, blah, blah. It's not as dirty, dirty, blah, 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 blah. Like, no, I'm sorry. Like, venting, that that was not venting. That was a point that was a, message. I agree. Because she was trying to get something from SM. She was using her front fan base because she knows she's loved. She sure, knows I agree with strong. that. But I, I also... Like, I it was a very pointed caption. I don't sure. disagree with this, but where was this opinion, you know, when Eric Nam did the same thing a couple weeks ago? Like, Oh, no. I but Eric Nam also too. deleted his his message because he knew that it was a pointed message that his company was going to get a whiff of. Like, I just... And I also think like Eric he Nam knew was that. being petty. It was, like, out of nowhere. He's had some pretty, like, good stuff in the past couple of years. Yeah, and, like, from CJNM or whatever the company that he's at, they're not pumping out a bunch of stuff, but they put him in a lot of things. I also do think that might have been related to him being uncomfortable with some of the things he had to do, but it is what it is. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. pity. I hate my job, too, but, you know, I'm still doing it. <laughs> Sure, but your job also doesn't require you to stand in front of literally thousands of people. Like, well, it's a little yeah. bit different. <laughs> also, like, what is Eric Nam doing that's, like, so terrible? It's not like I he's, don't know. He has you know, a, humping a cane. Sure, but he also has a very strange, almost pedophilic feeling music video. Like, I wouldn't be comfortable with okay, that Okay, that personally. was after his whole whiskey binge. Do you really not think that he knew that song was coming? Like, songs don't happen overnight. I mean, the song literally came out, what, two weeks after he wrote that message? Yeah, and like... The video and stuff was, like, he, he knew. That shit doesn't come out overnight. not necessarily about that, but maybe it's just about him, them prioritizing shit like that over the stuff that he's clearly told them that he wants to be doing instead, which is kind of what he said, and, like, he just wants to be doing other things other than just, you know, like, coffee shop duets and shit and you know feel good stuff and i don't know leave like if you feel that pressed about it yeah but he did a whole article about it and he talked yeah. about you know like being grateful for what he already has and like being great like feeling the responsibility to the people he's gained in his corner since he started in korea but just like never like feeling like stunted by like not being able to do some of the other things he wants to do and it's a catch-22 like he, it's he a also weird signed a contract and like i'm not saying that it's right or wrong i'm just saying it's a weird situation to be in like feeling like you're responsible for continuing to go the way you want to go but yet at the expense of what you actually want to be doing like you could like, you could write a book about this for the everyman like <laughs> honestly to me it's just kind of like yeah you signed a contract but like k-pop didn't exist before then and you didn't see all the silly shit that everybody else was doing like don't think no. that you're gonna come up here and be like justin bieber and do whatever you want honestly well, like he was in a company before and then he switched companies meaning he signed another contract but i mean we also can't assume that we know the conversations that these companies have with these people like this isn't a traditional company that he's with. For all we know, they could have been serving him, you know. Yeah, you can make whatever kind of music you want as you sign with us. Like, you can do what you want. And then he gets here and they're like, okay, well, you're going to do this, 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 and this. And then also this before we give you the opportunity to do your own type right. of thing. Yeah, like, I, I get where you're coming from, and uh, we, we need to wrap this up, but uh, I need to say, like, I get where you're coming from, but, like, your logic is essentially, like, don't complain about your label. And, like, I don't agree with that and I, I definitely I never don't agree. Said, no 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 not you I'm, I'm talking about I'm talking about Alice like yeah. I I don't agree with that like 
no, you, he did know what was going on in K-pop. That's why he signed to a smaller label, hoping he wouldn't have to face those same issues. Like, that's why people go from bigger labels to smaller labels. Or I don't know. He had, like, a duo, like, like, he had a, like, collab with Timbaland that he did a huge sure. stage on. And he did sure. that other collab with that other guy. And he talked we're about not, those We're not saying like that he didn't but like, I don't understand. Like, like, he gets to do a lot of the things that he wants. Yeah, like, I don't, and he I'm probably like, also has to do stuff he doesn't what, want. Exactly, but that's with everything. Like, I don't understand. Yeah. Like, you think Rihanna wants to be to filled up extent, for her, sure. like, events with but, everything that she doesn't do want to do? Do you also think that Rihanna often has to do stuff she doesn't want to do? Because I bet you she doesn't. Okay, fine. Rihanna's not a great example because she's Rihanna. Yeah, that'd be like saying, <laughs> oh, what about Beyonce? And I'd be like, dog, it's but Beyonce. Like, <laughs> albums and money made by Rihanna versus Eric Nam is not the same. Okay? Exactly. <laughs> like, you can't like, even compare Western here. contracts because Western contracts also don't have a, a lot of the same things that Korean ones do. I didn't. No, I did not. I did not bring that up. Okay, but I would so never so. bring up Rihanna in the same conversation <laughs> as any K-pop okay, artist. But, but, okay, but going back to, back to Eric Nam, like, I, I agree. I get, I 100% get what you're saying. They should speak out because a lot of the times, especially the Korean uh, groups, they're, they're very, it's very constrictive. They don't get to do their own thing, blah, blah, blah. But like, and Eric Nam, maybe he's not always getting to do his own thing, but like more so than the rest. And him as a solo artist, I know him more than anyone else. Like, or not anyone else, but like then most of the other new people who quit their Boston College post like grad jobs and go to Korea to be a solo artist. Like he's doing phenomenally well for his situation. Yeah, like how and many solo artists do you know in K-pop right now that US are doing okay? ITunes. Yeah. Like, not even X, actually EXO had a banner, but like that was two years ago. I don't know, like it's, it's that's not a normal thing. His company is doing fantastic in promoting him, honestly. And uh, it's not quite the same thing complaining about that than yeah. complaining about the other situation. Yeah, like Amber literally getting no work and doing like, yeah. hey, what's up, my banana, whatever show she's got. Wait, I'm not, what? I'm not her YouTube show. Her, I'm not saying that it's show, the yeah. same, and I don't think anybody would say that it's the same, but it's worth mentioning that like everybody <laughs> ha runs into these issues, especially like it's especially rare that people actually stand up and say something about it. Like, and you can't just say, oh, well, he's doing good, so he shouldn't complain. No, like, he should complain if he feels that he's being mistreated or being forced to do something he doesn't want to do. That's the only way you move forward. That's well, why doesn't he just talk to his people about it then? Because they don't say listen. he doesn't want to. Like, plenty well, of labels don't oh well. listen. Okay, well, I don't, I don't feel that way. I don't feel oh well towards people, so I don't know. Um, but oh, we people? Eric Nam. We're talking about Eric er Nam. Eric Nam is, is a person, so. Yeah, he's not people, though. Okay. What's happening right now? Okay, uh, let, let's go ahead and move on. Um, so uh, a rapper by the name of uh, Don Malik was uh, scheduled to perform at South by South uh, Southwest, which is a annual festival in Texas. One of the big things that is notable from it is recently they've really kind of reached out to getting more Korean artists. I say recently, it's been like the past three or four years. They've They've really showcased, like they've had like a, Korean music section. Um, Tab uh, Epic High's been there, and I think Tablo by himself has also been there. Uh, FX was there. Hyorin has been there before, and I think she was there again this year. And then a bunch of other people have gone. Crayon Pop, Mama Moo. 
Yeah, Cram Pop, Mamamoo. A bunch of people have gone and been able to perform there. Uh, Jay Park, those kind of people. But uh, recently, Don Malik was denied entry into America for that concert um, and claims that while he was in detainment for 24 hours, that the uh, immigration employees called him a chink and also made monkey expressions towards him. His label has speaked out on it and, you know, he's mentioned it. So <laughs> there's like a really big part of me that just wants to be like, you know, I'm not surprised because Trump's America, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm not surprised because Trump's America. Like, I, I mean, it sucks. It's terrible. It's an awful thing. I'm not saying it's not, but I also am not surprised that this is the year that that would happen. Um, we can move on to much. Uh, well, it's sadder news. Uh, so um, Jackson of Got7 uh, allegedly collapsed at a fan meeting and apparently vomited backstage. Um, he's now resting until the 19th. So he was not able to perform at their comeback stage with them, right? And uh, fans managed to trend Get Well Soon Jackson on Twitter because Jackson is an angel and deserves it. Um, so, like, really all I have to say is, like, I'm a little bit not surprised because he, his schedule has literally been, like, the most devilish thing that's ever existed. Um, I really legitimately don't know when he's taken a proper break beyond, like, a week. So... Like, yeah. I'm glad that he's finally getting to rest, but I feel like everybody should have seen this coming because Jackson's schedule has literally been nuts since the roommate. And literally that happened at the start of our podcast being a thing. And that was three years ago. Like, that's crazy. Yeah, it, it's it's just rough because like, I mean, Alice and I biased got seven. They're a bias group. And I mean, I'm I'm a no, GM fan. I run like a, I don't know, right? Isn't it weird? Did you, could you tell? I know. Could you tell? I a 30-hour regret. Like, <laughs> but I follow a lot of Jackson fans and uh, sometimes they even get a bad rap because they like call themselves Jackie youth I don't know but like and like um they they very openly preach for Jackson but like Jackson's an angel like he deserves the best and I said it's not even a Jackson's not even my bias he's honestly a fantastic human being and they really JYP uses him as like their foot in the door for China, like keeping open relations almost. And they like put him over there at all the time. It, he's flying back and forth. He's been honestly, so before this happened, like for three to four weeks before that, fans have been saying like, oh, he looks a little bit tired. He looks a little bit sick. Like what's going on? If you, if you watch the weekly idol that was taped, he definitely looked like tired. It's, it's, he he's he does his best. Honestly, like he's Jackson. He he covers it up, but like he looks tired. And 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 then this happens where he like he's acting happy throughout the family. He there's been like varying reports on what exactly happened. Yeah, I, it's like I feel I'm heavily relying on from a, like he allegedly that he threw up on stage, that he threw up off stage. Like it seems there's varying reports, but like bottom line, he. Is unwell. Out or fainted and he got taken to the hospital and he's not doing any promotions until the 19th and i mean i'm glad they're at least giving him this break but it's too much late because i mean this is the comeback like this is the moment that jackson actually wants to be on stage yeah not like the fucking variety show yeah like he wants to be here for his fans and like knowing jackson with all the stuff that he said before like he loves his fans so much and he takes it so hard whenever he can't do anything. Honestly, to me, it's like, it's so, it's so not haha funny, but like, it's funny that like Jackson says to his fans, like, 
oh, like, you guys be healthy. It's like raining outside, like, don't get wet, or it's like cold, like, please bundle up, or like, nothing's more important than your health. And he's out there, like, wearing himself to the bone. And it's like, what are you doing? And I mean, I know that he's like super important, and I know that he probably doesn't have a lot of control about what if his, whatever his thing is, and maybe that's like his way of telling people, but it's just sad to see. Well, we, um, you know, back when when we first started this podcast and we're really first starting about God Seven, uh, me and Kiara often talked about the roommate and like you could watch that show and see that he was overworked. Like he would be on that show doing working crazy hours even then, and he was on a regular show. Like he he was out there, he was doing stuff. He didn't need to be doing all these crazy schedules, and he still was. And he was tired a lot on that show, and he did his best to like be very active and have a lot of fun. So it's clear that he has a lot of energy to burn, but eventually everybody gets tired, no matter how much energy you get. And like my Mm -hmm. biggest complaint about God seven has always been that Jackson is so important to that group to the point where it's like, it feels like JYP doesn't think that group will float if Jackson isn't on TV. And I don't think that's true first off, but secondly, like, you can tell that clearly they all think that. Not not Got Seven, but all of JYP thinks that because that's the only way his schedule could be this nuts for literally this long. It's nuts. His schedule has been a complaint of fans since debut, and it's still going. And he finally has like an incident where it's a huge deal because it's a comeback. It's just like this is stuff people have been saying forever. He needs a break and he never ever gets one. And he and the worst part is like he's not going to be the guy who complains. He's just going to take it because he likes to do stuff for his fans. He likes to do all that stuff. I've only seen like two shows he's ever been on where he didn't look like he wants to be there. Like it's crazy. He just likes to do stuff. He has a lot of fun clearly. That's the worst part. It's, it's, this actually isn't even the first time. There was another time. I forget if it was over the summer or in their last comeback. But he he missed some time as well for sickness then and like oh no and then there's also a moonlight uh fan cam where yeah. he looks really upset there's like a, a moonlight fan cam from oh yeah the if you do comeback showcase yeah where he like went off stage at the end and yeah. like he was sick during the whole thing it's he because because you're right he honestly jackson's an amazing human he this so badly and he'll do anything for it like he gave up everything for this like he gave up his fencing career. He was like a top champion. He gave up his, his, Julia, if you're gonna laugh at Jackson's fencing career, he was like top in Asia. No, he was gonna I know, be but I didn't, was that something he really wanted to do? Yeah. Yeah, he was yeah, good he still at talks it. About it. He was in the Junior Olympics, yeah. it's kind of a big deal. He was yeah. in the Junior Olympics, he was on the track. Yeah, like he won best fencer in Asia. He, like, and he, uh, junior, pretty much. Junior fencing. Yeah, he, he he pretty much acknowledged the fact that like he gave up on being an Olympian to be an idol. So Aww. yeah, he had a full ride scholarship to Stanford. Yeah, he, he was gonna be he was gonna be in the Olympics, probably fencing. So Why he Jackson? chose not to. I don't because he, he wanted to be the light of our lives. He wanted to just like yeah, he wanted to be our Yeah, and so he like did that, and he ended up getting in, and like he did all this shit, and so he's willing to basically do whatever it takes. To, to be there for people and to be the idol that they wanted to be. He also but was like, not going to be in God Seven, and I'm sure that means a ton to him. Like, I'm sure part yeah. of the reason he goes nuts is because he wasn't going to be in that group. Yeah, and so like it's, I mean, God Seven itself is kind of like an interesting concept. <laughs> I wish we had been here when it got formed because like JJP failed, they take JJP, 
they add these five other dudes. They like four of them being mediocre rappers. I <laughs> thought, I thought, um, JJ Project was really supposed to just be a project, and they were always supposed to be in a different group. It was debatable. I mean, they were told like your debut. They were told it was a group. I thought they, they were, were told like, it was a project group. What is a project? There wasn't anything like that before I, that. I mean, you I don't know, know that. There's been project so, groups. Like, yeah, I don't know that, Tim. So, like, you definitely could be right. Um, yeah, because I remember when JJ Project came out, they toted them as actors who were gonna have a project group, and that that was the song that we got, which is a great song. I love that song still. I don't care what anybody says, but bounce. yeah, bounce. Yeah. But definitely not the other song. Yeah, no. but they were. I'm pretty sure when we first got them shipped, they were shipped as two actors that were gonna have this project group to show that they could like perform and that potentially oh, they would be in an actual an idol group. So I don't think yeah. they were ever under the impression that JJ Project was gonna last. That's why it was even called JJ Project. I'm pretty sure. The fair point though, the the fact that I mean JJ Project happened and then they kind of just like pulled them back. <laughs> we're like, oh yeah, they they yeah, dumped them. No. Yeah, yeah, they're they just put them like, you know, and they like grab these other five guys and they're like, surprise, you got seven now. Like, I mean, yeah, so, so it was very shaky of who would even be in it, who who would get to debut in the next group. I don't know, but the bottom line, like, Jackson's given up so much for this, and he wants it so badly. He'll do whatever it takes. He's not going to complain. And he pushes himself to the break where this happens, and it's it's just not acceptable. I don't know. His his JYPE needs to look out for the artists more, and and it, which sucks because a lot of the time I feel like JYPE is the most human of the big three, and then they're out here doing this shit. So get well soon, Jackson. Yeah, I want to see your your hoe ass just dance on that stage. So come back, please. <laughs> So uh, K-pop star Six got a bunch of heat. Um, they recently aired a performance by an 11-year-old girl who uh, who danced to and performed the song uh, Oops, I Did It Again by Britney Spears. There's There's been a lot of things said about this. So one of the things that was brought up it was the reaction of the judges. Like, they were noticeably not scandalized. Um, they basically kind of just watched it and didn't seem bothered. Some people say that they, like, seem like they were enjoying it in a, like a gross way. Um, I do think it feels that way if you don't know those two dudes because though their mannerisms have literally been the same throughout the entire show, regardless of like who's performing because they've done the same thing to like dudes. They've done the same thing to like older people. It's just kind of their tick. I think it's like a studying tick. It's very awkward though. I totally agree it's very awkward and it might be different and I've said already, like, maybe it's just me hoping that this week will end. And that's why I don't want to believe that, like, they were having gross thoughts. But I've seen those mannerisms from them aimed at people who were much older than her and, you know, in a legal age. And I don't think it has anything to do with the age at all. I think it's their studying tick. That being said, the fact that they were unscandalized just kind of, to me, proved the point that, like, this isn't an anomaly. And the parents of kids who, like, want to become idols are probably, like, the most intense version of stage mom that you could be. Because I don't think that those people see certain things, like, sexualized things and go, like, we shouldn't have our kids do that. They probably go, like, oh, that's a really cool move or that's really noticeable. Let's go do that. That'll work. Like, that's current. Like, those kind of things. And I think, like, I don't like that. But I also don't think trainees should exist before they're, like, at least 16 to 17. I hate that there's trainees that are like 11 and 12 
and are learning choreo that they probably have no business knowing at all. But I know that we can't stop that, right? Like, obviously, that's part of the culture. There's nothing that we can really do about that particular part of it, which is very unfortunate. But uh, it is worth noting. I don't think the song choice is that bad. I know that people are going to, like, harp on it. And I do think it's weird that an 11-year-old even knows that song. Who still listens to Oops, I Did It Again as okay. a new fresh? Hold on. Sorry, hold on. Sorry. Hold on. Please let me finish. As a fresh 11-year-old well, in the year 2017, who... What 11-year-old in 2017 goes on YouTube and goes, like, I need to hear all of Britney Spears' hits? Like, that's not a thing that happens. I'm sorry. Like, I mean, well, they don't. none of us are 11, are, so we can't tell you who. But, no, no, no. Look, they're not doing it, but their choreography is. I mean, oh, their parents are. They're the like, parents. No, no but... choreographer. No, look, look. I was a competitive dancer from, like, age 3 to uh, 21. And, yes. like, this is just how it is. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Tim. I get, I get where you're coming from, but, like, you don't pick your songs. You don't pick your dance. No, You're I agree with that. You're too young to really understand. And I mean, it's. I'm not blaming the kids for the, the record. The I'm strictly that, talking about stage moms. I know, but I mean, stage moms is also a difficult concept because the kids want it too. You, this is the part that you're not seeing. The kids want to win, and they want to do well, and they want. I they, they aren't performing that dance in the same way that you think they are. Like, they're yeah, not performing no, 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 it no, like on. a sexual being or something. I agree. Like, they're performing it. They think the song's catchy. They think the dance is cute. They hear the crowd screaming, and they think it's fun. No, like, no, no. That's all they're no, doing. No, no, no. Hold on, hold on. Don't get me wrong, because that implies that I think it's wrong that the kids are doing it. I don't. I think it's perfectly fine for a kid to want to do that dance, and I think it's perfectly fine for a kid but to want to do, do that song. But then why do you think it's wrong for a mom to want her kids to do that dance? Because have you have a responsibility as a parent to know what is and isn't okay for your children, your child to do. My but son like, wants I to watch. That. Oh, hold on. And, and that's fine. And that's fine. My son wants to go watch Deadpool. I'm sure there's millions of parents that would let their son and daughter watch Deadpool. I won't. My son is six. He doesn't belong watching Deadpool. Sorry. That's it. Like. I don't know what to tell you. He wants to watch it real bad. I won't let him. That's it. Like, I understand that you There's feel that There's a difference between watching Deadpool and dancing to Baby One More Time. I'm sorry. There <laughs> is, but there's also not that much of a difference of dancing sexy on stage in a tiny skirt broadcasted across the the entire have world. no feminine body. What does it matter which, like, size the skirt is? I'm sorry. Are you really like, implying, like, are you implying like that, that people high do school not dress code kids? thing? Are you implying no. that people do not sexualize kids? Then they're the perverts. They're the problem. Sure, why that's you what you've been saying, girl. girl. Why are you saying that? I'm not girl blaming the girl. You are. No, I'm not. Like, you're not listening to anything because I blame stage moms first. I know she didn't pick up that outfit. I know that she didn't pick the song either. Like, it was a joke when I said, what's an 11-year-old doing listening to Britney Spears? Like, obviously, I know that her parents picked that song. I know that. That's why I her mentioned stage mom in the first song. place. The choreographer picked that song. Okay. okay. Somebody picked the song and her parents said, sure, whatever. Like, there's no way her parents weren't involved at all. No, I'm telling you, look, look, Tim, you don't, like, I, so you're, so you are a Korean professional dancer, like, you know that the logic is the same across everything, because I can tell you that the music industry between here and Korea are totally separate, like, they're totally and, different. No, the dance industry is very similar, though. Yeah. I, I, I don't agree. Like, I don't agree that her parents it didn't is. know what look, she was going to do. People I danced with, like Ian Eastwood, they choreograph in Korea. It's the same sure, thing. I agree with that. But, but I, I also don't think the industry is much more similar in terms of dance 
than it is in terms of music. Okay. And I'm sure. saying that like there, it's the choreographer's picking a song, picking a concept. The parents are going to that choreographer saying, "Please do a solo for my child." So I'm picking the concept. After that, that's how it sure. is. Okay. I mean, I, I don't know what you want me to say. What like, are you sure? I'm okay, saying you don't sure. Have like, that's why I'm saying sure. Like, I'm telling you what I would not allow, and I would not allow that to happen personally. So, okay, if that's then, what yeah, they that's, did. That's then sure, cool, fine. That's what they did. Okay. That doesn't mean I can't judge them for it. Like, if you think that I'm just gonna let it Yikes. slide, I'm still gonna call out the choreographer and call out the parents for allowing that to happen. I'm sorry. Like, you don't get a free pass. She gets a free pass. It's not her fault. But they don't get a free yeah. pass. I just want to say that you said no 11 year old would listen to baby one more time, but 11 year old came or sorry, baby one more time came out in 98 and we were like less than 11 year old. And I'm telling you, I had, a I, I literally said, he that's said why I changed in 2017. 2017. Like, yes, I also listened to that song. That song was a banger. Like, I don't know what you want me to do. I just think, yeah. I just think things, I just think, never mind, never mind. I would just like to fact check. It was actually, oops, I did it again. Yeah. yeah, oops, I did again. Sorry. All right. So moving on. Um, we also found out that Iron is as big of a scumbag as we all believe that he was. Uh, he was accused. He has been accused uh, of assaulting his girlfriend. Um, last year, Iron made demands while he was having sex with his girlfriend. Uh, she refused those demands, and he beat her face with his fist. About 15 uh, days later, she decided to break up with him. He then choked her and beat her again causing injuries and fracturing her left pinky. He then threatened her by stabbing himself with a knife from his own kitchen and then told her if she called the police, he would tell them that she stabbed him. Um, like, he can just, he can die. I don't know what you want from me. I'm done with him even existing on the same earth that I exist on. Like, get rid of him. I think that, that one song he put out is very self-incriminating. Oh, Roland, his rape song? Yes. Yeah, I mean, we talked about it, too, and, like, how it had a bad... It just... It felt bad, you know? Everybody knows that it did, and now, all of a sudden... I, I mean, I don't know. I, like, people say... There's a lot of people that say, like, you can't judge people by the the music that they make. You know, some people just make songs to make songs, you know? Like, mm. you can't assume that every rapper that talks about shooting people actually shoots people. But I do think there's something when an artist normalizes rape and rape culture that like you can't just assume that it's for fun like that's not that's not a thing that you just normalize personally like i, I just you don't normalize that kind of thing so when you see stuff like that you gotta know that that's bad news it's gotta have bad news written all over it i just hope this is one of those cases where it becomes an actual case and you know he'll be pro prosecuted in the proper way because that's just completely messed up yeah people were also upset that uh i think it was all k-pop that did it they were posting pictures from the girl's instagram like implying that because she seemed to be into bdsm that his claim that she wanted him to hit her was accurate-ish like I, I mean no she said no like the part the part that people i feel like so conveniently like to look over especially in cases like this especially when you talk about somebody who likes uh bdsm or any anything like that any sort of like sexual kink that is considered violent 
is uh well how do you know if she really meant no no like she refused it is it's written there her testimony is she refused and she was beat up for it and then she came back later and dumped him like i don't i don't there's nothing there where i feel like you can look at it and go like oh well maybe she kind of liked it no like she refused something and was beat for it that's not how you handle things in any in any bdsm you know relationship any slave and master relationship you don't beat the person who says no like you don't you don't beat your pet when your pet doesn't want to do something like there's no what you do if you're an asshole right there's no relationship where there's no healthy relationship where the solution to somebody saying no is you beat the shit out of them with your fist that's not a thing that exists like i maybe maybe it is and i don't know about it i doubt it i highly doubt it so yeah, like even if she is into, uh, into that type of stuff, you know, there's like, as far as I know, and from like the documentaries I've seen, like, you know, there's a lot of planning that goes into it, a lot of discussion, like safe words and stuff like that. So it's like, I just feel like, you know, even if she was, was into this, she would definitely would want to talk to him about this and like you know discuss of how you know you want things to happen not just oh you must be into this so let's do this and you know it's just not how it works so i so even if she's into it clearly she's not into whatever he was trying to do and so he just beat her up and it's just messed up yeah and clearly he was not he was not into her saying no and his solution was just to beat the shit out of her um so uh, if there's nothing else the last thing on the docket here is uh we i'm not gonna go too much into it we're not gonna spend too much time on it um but there have been a bunch of scandals surrounding produce uh produce 101 aka uh produce 101 so um i do want to say we we do plan to do something for that show we're, we're probably going to have uh a couple of our uh, wonderful host here list or watch that show and then have a podcast about it i don't know if you guys want to do it like every episode how you guys plan to do it um but we will be doing that so when we handle the our produce 101 produce 101 like i don't know first episode we're, we'll probably talk about the scandals and all the stuff that surrounds that show before they actually delve into the first episodes and how they feel about everybody and all that good stuff so uh, we will talk about those scandals. We're not going to do it today, but uh, when we do make that show, we will talk about those things. Uh, so if anybody has anything else that they want to promote or have their fun times, this is your moment. I feel like Shalice is going to come back with GOT7. Never ever. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, support your local days, JB and Jin Young, not the rest. Goodbye. <laughs> no, more, more space. So, oh, and Jackson. And Jackson. So Hyung Line. And so Hyung Line. You know, what about yeah. Mark? Yeah. The Hyung Line. Oh, okay. you said Mark? Oh, no. We, we did a shout out to Mark Space. And okay. Fortune. You know, like the Golden Triangle? I think that's like kind of inspired off of Mark Space in the future. <laughs> um, This didn't make the news today, but I just want to talk about something that makes me really happy because I'm really Definitely. salty right now and I want to feel better. Um, so Taeyeon did a, a live V, which or live V, V live show. <laughs> it's so confusing when you can't see the words right now, but you know, the little show where they like have a slumber party and they play music and talk about their lives and stuff. 
while they whisper all the whole time. Um, Taeyeon did it, and she played a Kalani song, and she talked about how much she liked her, and Kalani saw it, and she, like, posted the video on her Instagram and said she loves Taeyeon back, and it was just really cute, and it made my little heart flutter. So you can go to Kalani's Instagram and see Taeyeon's video captioned and her response and just, like, make yourself feel really good because it was really cute. So, yeah, go do that. Kiara? I guess feel better, Jiho, because I know she's out right now. Uh, she was she caught a cold, and also she's having knee problems, so I wish her the best. Oh, yeah, feel better, Yujong. She has enteritis. Oh, yes, too, from Brave Girls. Yeah. Hopefully she gets better from that. Yeah. So many K-pop idols sick. Like, uh, and that guy from... Uh, yes. um, yeah? Yeah, Him-chan? he's good for now. Him-chan. Or Him-chan. 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 Oh, yeah. he's, he's sitting the off the rest oh, of oh, the no. promotions. Yeah, bless up. Also, uh, get well soon, my sweet, lovely Solji from EXID, who's going to miss their comeback because of hyperthyroidism. So. Oh, really? Yep. She She's won't so be involved in the comeback. Isn't she like a Virgo? Yeah. Yes. She's, my, she's, <laughs> yes. <laughs> she's like the one who like kills it in that drunk version, right? Yes. Yeah. She's, yeah. she's the one who decided to be like, watch me vocal. Yeah, like bye ho. She was excellent. <laughs> so I guess this song is gonna honey, be honey Ellie sings all sweet featured, and then Ellie <laughs> EXID. Yeah, well, so any other EXID song essentially yeah. <laughs> cause she writes all of them. <laughs> Oh, also to um, that girl from Oh My Girl. I don't know her name. Janae. Um, yeah, she's going to be sitting out from their their upcoming comeback. For most of still, well. Yeah, because she's still dealing with the K-pop industry of people who are sick. Like, get well soon. We're going we're gonna to have a hashtag get well soon. Yeah, we'll just have to do an in memoriam at the end. For real. <laughs> oh, That's my God. Gonna be the memoriam. Let's not go that far. Yeah, we're not going to say memoriam, though. We're, we're just going to say Juliet, are we talking about um, Brave Girls on another podcast? or last yeah, That week. was the last week. Like, the oh. one we missed. Okay. <laughs> what we were gonna supposed to do after this? We're one. recording. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh wow! Cats out of the bag. So everybody. <laughs> no, it's gonna get cut out. Oh. Uh... <laughs> um. <laughs> rewind. Rewind. Uh, so for the only mine... thing I want to say is that LC9 has been reincarnated in the song "Take It" by NVP, and it's a really good song. So you should listen to it. Yeah, you know what? It, the MVP song, pretty solid. Like, I listened to it, pretty good. I, I liked it. I did like it. So I, I would also suggest everybody goes listen to it. I forgot what my thing was going to be. Never mind. It doesn't matter. Oh, I remember. Uh, next week, uh, Geary Boy will be in L.A. with Black Nut and Swings and a bunch of other people. He has a big concert. There's still a bunch of tickets for sale. They'll also be performing in San Francisco and Vancouver after that. And uh, that same weekend in L.A., Jesse will be there on Saturday performing. And there are still tickets available to both of those shows. So go and get them. I don't know if there's any tickets available also, for Hyo Ren's show, but I think it's this weekend. So Also... Alice and I are going to Shiny exactly one week from today. <gasps> hey. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, your hoes are going to Dallas. Yeah. 
Texas, Dallas. What, wait, whoa, yeah. whoa, one more, one more time. Where are they Dallas, going? Dallas, I need Dallas, Texas. So well, you got that Texas. You know what I'm talking about, Texas. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna be there for one day. So. Yeah. So not no, that. Yeah. I know. Sorry for my like actual 50, 15 seconds. I thought Shanna was gonna say that we're actually gonna see Mfest in Miami because we're actually gonna see Mfest in Miami. Yeah, we are, Juliet. We, we are. live here. Okay, we're gonna be. Okay, we're gonna talk about that next podcast. Okay. 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 Excellent. Um. But yeah, and then also I'm after that going to see BTS in Chicago. So. <laughs> so uh. We got some lit podcasts if coming up. You don't out. meet Nico. You're not a member of this podcast. Nico, get in there. Please. Yeah, I'm trying. Tickets are kind of low right now. <laughs> All right. So, uh, thank you guys for listening to us uh, in this wonderful rambly podcast. Um, if you enjoyed our show, please rate and subscribe to us on iTunes. You can find us at Not Your Average Netizens. Um, the the star giving us five stars, commenting about us, even giving us less and giving us at least feedback really helps a lot. Um, it really helps get our podcast out there and lets other people who might not um, listen to the outlets we typically promote to find find out who we are. So it really helps a lot. Um, if you'd rather listen to us on SoundCloud, uh, you can find us on SoundCloud, uh, soundcloud.com slash netizens. And uh, please go subscribe there and go comment and, you know, talk to us, interact with us. We're getting better about interacting with our people there. That's one of the better ways to interact with us. Another great way is to hit us up on Twitter. You can get us at NYA netizens and leave us wonderful comments. Tell us what you want us to talk about. If we missed anything that you really wanted to know about, we'd love to know so we can hit it next week and know kind of what you guys want to hear from us. Um, you can also email us directly at notyouraveragenetizens at gmail.com. And if you would like to see our Tumblr spammed with beautiful pictures of wonderful K-pop boys, which is literally every time I log in to my Tumblr, that's all I see from that. Uh, you can get us at by just going to notyouraveragenetizens.com and then it links to our Tumblr and you can go follow it and all that good stuff. So uh, thank you once again for supporting us. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, we went a little long, but I hope you guys enjoyed it. And uh, from everyone, take it easy. Yeah, no, I'm not a dude, it's a go-so-go-so-go-so-go-so-go-so-go-so-go-so-go-so-go-so-go-so-go-so-go-so-go-so-go-so-go-so-go-so-go-so-go-so-go-so-go-so-go-